When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I saw this um, story in the New York Post a couple of days ago. GOP Councilwoman Vicky Palladino booted from New York City Council panel after criticizing drag queen story hour. I'm on record, a very liberal guy, pro-gay marriage, pro-gay, pro-choice, pro-everything. But I don't want drag queens reading to my kids. It's gross. I'm sorry. It's gross. You want to have at your party, your birthday party? Fantastic. For adults? Have fun. I don't care. Margaret Joseph loves them. Not for kids. So I don't know Vicky, but over the years, I've been told time and time again, you got to bring her on. Years ago, I became friendly with uh, Joanne Ariola in uh, Queens. And I was under the impression for many years, maybe I was right, I don't know, that there was like this little war between Joanne and Vicky. So I did not invite Vicky on, despite people telling me time and time again, she's great. And the latest to tell me that time and time again is my man Andrew Giuliani, who's sitting in studio with me today and twice a week. He goes, Sid, this is this lady's unbelievable. She's great. So uh, I did see this story, and I said, you got to get her on. So making her debut on Sid and Friends in the morning, a very close friend of Andrew Giuliani, and now hopefully a, a close personal friend of mine, Vicky Palladino. Vicky, good morning. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Sid. How are you today? I'm good. What a great what a great introduction. My goodness, you laid it right out. That's awesome. Well, uh, listen, you know me. I don't BS. I know you don't either. Yeah, that's I, don't the... be, I don't beat around the bush. Right. That. That, 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 that's why <laughs> people <laughs> love you. So, and, and that is true. I mean, over the years, because I became friendly, I mean, my first real political event here in New York City was a big event in Queens years ago. And Eric Ulrich yeah. was there. It was the day they announced Nick Langworthy as the new chair. And it was at uh, Frankie yeah. Russo's place. Russo's on the Bay. Sure. So I became sure. close with Joanne. I'm like, well, wait a second. Those two are fighting. I got to be loyal to one. So was there any truth to that? What, what is the truth behind that little? Was there a war or oh, not? You know what? what? What was was what is is what counts. So Joanne and I, of course, are very close now, as it should be. Two Republican women. Uh, out of the borough of Queens, the only two Republican elected officials out of the borough of Queens. Joanne and I are great friends. What, like I said, the, whatever happens in the rearview mirror happened in the rearview mirror. We go forward now, and that's the way it's been uh, since we both won last November. And there you go. Well, I'm glad to hear that because uh, you want two great women. And I live in Queens now. I live in Bell Harbor, of course. So it's great to have uh, both of you folks out there. In fact, uh, her office, Ariola's office, is right there by uh, 116. Uh, Eric's office used to be not far from my house. Exactly. Right. So here's the story, story, Vicky. GOP Councilwoman Vicky Palladino booted from New York City Council panel after criticizing Drag Queen Story Hour. Not only would I have not booted you from this panel, I would have given you some type of medal, some type of award. Take it from a father of two who's a very liberal social guy. Take it from a father of two. What you did here was great. So I say thank you. Oh, thanks, Sid. Uh, Look, it's standing up for common sense now. You know, the indoctrination, and call it exactly that. The indoctrination of our kids has got to stop. 
This is for some, that's not for the government to get involved in. This is an at-home kitchen table, you know, conversation between parents and their children. Whichever direction they go, they go. Okay, we all come from families. Everybody's mixed. You know, I'm pretty liberal myself when it comes to certain things. And uh, this whole thing of calling me repugnant uh, and hateful, uh, again. So, uh, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that, you know, there's a lot of people who sit on this council who agree with me very privately, but very, very uh, softly and quietly. Then uh, a lot of them are Democrats, and they're afraid to speak up. You know, because they're afraid of this radical progressive left wing that, you know what, the progressive uh, caucus has dwindled down to, I think, from 20, over 25, down to like 13 or 14. So, you know, we are small in number, but we are loud and we are, we do push our agenda. And I don't think uh, this city council really expected people to speak up against what we know is right. So this is this is retaliation, political retaliation. Councilwoman Palladino, how young are we talking about in terms of drag queens coming to school? Five years old, Andrew. Five years old, kindergarten. Kindergarten with no parental consent. One thing I want to say also, because I know we're going to be limited in time. What a lot of people don't don't realize is that drag queen story hour. It's a national non for profit taking millions of do- millions of money, millions of dollars from these blue cities, okay? There's no vetting. There's no background checks, no parental consent for these programs here in New York especially. And we have no way of knowing what the, who these performers really are. We're going to be doing uh, something in the Post because I think people really, the New York Post, I think people really need to see what Drag Queen Story Hour is. And uh, because a lot of people think it's just men who dress up like, you know, women and tell, you know, polite little stories. No, it's a show. And what a show is, is adult entertainment. Yep. Okay. Yep. You want to go see a drag show? Go see a drag right. show. I don't care. Right. Okay. I should give a shit. I- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I love her. Uh, no, yeah, I'm with you. Believe me. Uh, Joe Borelli defends her. So do I, Sid Rosenberg. So does Andrew. The good news is Vicky remains a member of the Chambers Committee on Veterans and Committee on Technology. I would ask you this. What, what is the what are they looking to do? I mean, uh, story hour, you could have a, a woman come in. You could have a man come in. You could have a girl come in, a boy come in. What is the advantage? What is the what do they think is good for the kids in bringing in a quote-unquote drag queen? Oh, it's all about, uh, you know, um, being tolerant and uh, open-minded and children to be allowed to decide what gender they are. This gender confusion where there was none, you know, how do you tell a five or six and eight or nine-year-old what gender you are? Okay, why confuse this? The baseline to all of this is all about this. They transition this into love and acceptance and all of that. You know, stop. Just stop that false narrative. What you're trying to do, and I stand firm on this, is that you are trying to take young minds and mold them to a certain way of thinking. Now, mind you, this is a minority group of people who are actually pushing this. If this was five years ago, Sid, Andrew, 
Would we be even discussing this? No, no, it's no. been so amazing radicalized. How no. Amazing how something as radical as this would now be mandatory. Mainstream. It. It's sick. Yeah. So, well, Sid mentioned before that Borelli defends you, and he does have a, what I would call, very milquetoast quote in the post, but... I don't see anything on his social media. This is something, by the way, that happened 10 months ago that you made these comments on that's now really just getting this attention. But I haven't seen comments from him. I haven't seen comments from any of your Republican colleagues. Let me ask you, have your Republican colleagues come out to stand up for you on this? Or have they kind of left you out to dry and just kind of given some word salad out to uh, out to New Yorkers? Well, uh, Andrew, I will say this. I don't want to disparage anybody, and I certainly, you know, appreciate my caucus and my fellow Republicans. You know, we have the Commons caucus as well as, uh, you know, the five Republicans. So not to alienate anybody or say anything against anybody. That's not what I'm here to do. Uh, I wish it would have been a broader statement. They put out one as a common sense caucus. Borelli did put a snippet that John Levine did cover in the post, and I'm grateful to him for that. Uh, but do I believe that there should have been a bolder? Uh, yes, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not just by the minority leader, but my fellow Republicans. You don't want to say, you know what? Screw it, Vicky. Savor the moment. You're the hero. You're the one with the Correct. balls, even though you're a woman. <laughs> you know, you know so, what, so savor it. That's all. You know what, Sid? When this first came out, everybody said, Merry Christmas, Vicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, this is not the hill I wanted to die on because let's remember I'm fighting local one ninety seven. I'm I, I am there yesterday I hosted a thing in my office with uh special counseling for uh guidance counselors as well as school principals that are totally perplexed by the outcry of the mental illness in our kids as young as six, seven and eight and ten and twelve years old. So I am so hands on. So to be um to be taken off this committee let me tell you what a committee does. Uh, a committee does nothing. And I repeat, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It is True. so unimportant because yeah. if we got together and spoke about what an agenda was going to be before a public hearing, and then we discussed it, and we tossed some ideas around, you know what happens when you go to those, uh, those public uh, hearings that we have? Nothing. Nothing. So given the agenda the day before, the day before, to digest what you're going to be talking about. Hmm. And then you're given the questions are already there for you, predetermined questions. I don't work like that, okay? I like to get together, talk around a table or on a Zoom call, discuss the agenda, move forward with it. We're throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at things at this particular mental illness crisis that we're in, and yet what do we see coming out of it? A lot of talk, 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 talk. I want action, and this is the time to take action and to double back on what you said. My office has a Veterans Resource Center, which has taken off. People come from as far as way away as Staten Island, and I want to concentrate on the positive, and I will be starting my own uh, story hour here in District 19. Nice. This is why you're the most dynamic member of the city council, Vicki, and yeah. we're going to have you on the podcast this week. I can't, I wait, can't wait to dig more into this. later. See you later. And Oh, of course. No, my, my pleasure. Vicky Palladino, who is a hero in this one. The one who's really repugnant in this story is uh, the speaker, Adrian Adams, who went in uh, the Gay City News, which is a paper that Phil reads every day. And she said that um, Palladino's comment were repugnant 
and unacceptable. <laughs> no, Adrian, baby, yours are. <laughs>